Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPW number 35, that's Ba'ez Panimi, Shear for Women, Shear number 35. On the men's side, from Shear number 29, I believe, and onward, for a couple of Shearim over there, um, I had a PDF talking about a hundred ways that you can love your wife in her own way. Now, for those of you that have your husbands on the on the other side, of the Mechitza there, and the, the same PDF I'm putting out here, you could talk to him about this as well, because we talked there at length, and we made some shiurim on that, on how to do this. And this is a wonderful list um, that I found. Um, and I'm making the copy over here as well, and I'm going to emphasize in these shiurim the other way around here as well, because it's just interchangeable. Here it talks about a hundred ways to love your wife and here is a list of that for husbands to know and the truth is the truth is is this very list is key in you being used to how to love your husband in a hundred ways it works both ways it's always a two-way street and like we said in the beginning of last year these bias primi groups in particular are a lot about one's own self-work and when if the best work with both husband and wife, let's say take this piece of paper, this 100 way to love your husband, wife, PDF, and work on it together, each on their own to give to each other, it'll be remarkably transformative for each one of you. So we're going to discuss it now, even though it's listed here in, in Towards a Wife, and we're going to discuss it in perspectives of how to do this for your husband. Because, for example, we'll go through the first few over here right now. When it talks about communicating, and I'm going to change the gender language to apply, obviously, talking to wives for their husbands, just like we talked to the husbands going towards their wives. To communicate with him and not to close him out. This is very, very important, where, again, a wife could get busy, whether she's a home mother, whether she's busy in business, or whatever it is. And sometimes... She also has that aspect of not communicating with him and closing him out of her world when he really wants to be in her world. And it's very, very hurtful. And when you learn how to communicate with your husband, to always keep, never close him out, to always have him part of your world and share your world with him, that is a way to love your husband regarding him as important. Very often after years of marriage, one very often treats their husband that they're not important. The phone call, they come home in the kitchen, they're ignored. Talking on the phone, interacting with the kids, you barely see him and he just whiz, you know, goes by, says hello and wants to interact and it's dis- disregarded. And it goes hurtful both ways. A lot of times husbands do this too. They come home from work, whiz past their wife, interact maybe with a kid, with a child, ignoring their wife. Equally hurtful. So it goes both ways, like we said. So we're just going to continue on this regard. So it's very, very important to regard your husband as important. To do everything to understand his feelings. And it's a little harder sometimes because he sometimes has difficulty expressing it himself. But that's why it's so, so important that when your husband does indeed get to that vulnerable position, that he is willing to share his feelings and his thoughts with you, to value that 
to take that as an opportunity to listen, to share back, to empathize with him, and that creates a real deep connection. Be interested in his friends, of course, in a healthy way. Um, his friends that are good influences on him, and to understand who his friends are and who he interacts with, and ask his opinion frequently. That's also important. It shows a respect and it shows that you value him. Now, we said very often on the husband's side, they need to know that when their wives ask opinions of them, sometimes they want their opinion, but sometimes the wives simply want empathy. And that's fine. And when you want to share with your husband's that right now I don't really need your opinion, or um, you know, I would, you know, eventually you'll give me your opinion, but right now I just want your listening ear to what I have to say and listen to me emotionally, then the husband will learn that and be, be able to listen to you emotionally and then later express his opinion. But when there are times where you really truly want his opinion and you value his expertise on things and he has a certain wisdom to ask him of that, to value what he says, and to let him feel your approval and affection. And to protect him on a daily basis. This is an interesting concept because stereotypically it's a husband that protects a wife and that's what she's supposed to, he's supposed to do. But he, she protects him on a daily basis as well. You see that from the symbolism of a chuppah. How the kala surrounds the husband, the chasen, seven times circling him as a protective wall. She's a chayma, it's brought down the chazal. She's like a wall that protects him. You could say it's from sin, protects him from outside environment, protects him from unhealthy things, but he also, she also protects him in so, so many ways. Protects his health, protects her, him, him in emotionally, and you value that, you could take pride in that. It's amazing how wives could build their husbands up and keep them safe and keep them whole. Not stereotypically on thinking that um, a man is stronger, more um, prestige or whatever it is, all this nonsense. The bottom line is he too, as a male, needs a certain level of emotional protection, certain warmth, and you as a, as a, as a wife provide this for her, it, him, it's tremendously valuable. Be tender, gentle and tender with him. Now, this is interesting because, you know, the initial thing, obviously a husband needs to learn to be soft with his wife, to be gentle with his wife. Even HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he talks, when he, right before Matan Taira, it says, Kai Sidaber and it says, Lashen Saimer by, by, the, by, the, by the women, because, again, the Chukshrashi says over there that the men, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through Moshe Rabbeinu, talked more harshly, more straight, while by the women, more softly. So it is it is true that they need, the husbands need to understand the feminine nature and to be gentle and tender with their wives, that they cannot act with their wives like they act like other people in business. Uh, you know, uh, they sometimes have this trouble shifting, especially if they're an employer or even an employee, but they have to have a certain toughness at work and they forget to turn the switch off that when they come home from work, they're not dealing with an employee anymore. They're not dealing with other business people. They're dealing with their wife, and they realize you can't be tough with her. You have to be gentle and soft. But it works the other way around as well, and 
almost just as much and sometimes even more so because this is something that husbands don't like to acknowledge they're not going to tell their wives this that they need a certain softness and a tenderness some men unfortunately believe that wanting gentleness or tenderness is a weakness you know in the male persona that's a weakness it is not a weakness it's a vulnerable healthy thing a man, yes, needs to learn how to be a gavra. He needs to be strong in many areas in life. You know, he needs to take responsibility. He needs to be uh, whatever he needs to do. But that gentleness and tenderness is extremely important. And he craves it. And a wife provides this to him. This softness, it mamish is a bomb on a wound. You have no idea how men sometimes go through a rough time and they don't acknowledge it to, to you maybe that much, but they're hurt by so many things in life out in the workforce or in other situations they're in. And by they come home and then the wife is soft and gentle and kind and tender to them. Your mamish, it's a refuah for them. You're actually healing them in many ways. Again, we talked about when one needs professional help, they need professional help, but many Men, husbands that are shattered, that are broken inside, their wives' gentle touch, their tenderness, their softness, their caring, heals their husbands. Many, many wives through the generations and in our generation actually facilitating the emotional healing of their husbands by being soft with them, tender with them, and, and it's that soft, kind part of them. Again, a husband needs to understand to take that in a, you know, and to value that greatly and to be tender and soft to her as well. Shouldn't be harshness in that relationship between a husband and wife. Develop a sense of humor. We talked about this in other shiurim. Again, we had these shiurim called Vyadatik Yishalom Ayalecha. These were contrasim really for men, for chasanim, for married men how the way they're supposed to conduct. I'm trying to find a likewise type, type of a kuntris written on the woman's side of a kala or of a wife towards a husband. I haven't found it yet to my satisfaction, but it's really, it's certainly an extremely important um, concept that needs to be taught. And I, I, I'm looking for that type of kuntris. We're going to try to develop that type of idea. But in there, it talks about the idea of people are mistaken because there's something called kalas reish. Kalas reish means vulgar vulgarity, a certain vulgarness when you're, whether in the sexual aspects between a husband and a wife or other things where you use a certain vulgar type of a humor, a certain, um, you know, nivel pe, so to speak. That is usr and that's, that's extremely negative. That's called kalas reish. But then there's something called kalas, and the Chazaynish brings it down in some of his letters and others, where kalas means a certain lightness. That is healthy and that is good. Meaning that a husband and wife relationship is not always to be very serious and serene or like you're in the, or, or, or like a king and a queen. Now we have books I didn't review yet, but I want to look at, titled My Husband, My King, and another one titled My Wife, My Queen. I'm going to read it and read it carefully and maybe give over some of the important points of it. But the title, as much as it is important, and I'm sure it's emphasized the respect, and respect is very important, and you need respect in marriage. But it's not to be like, you know, when you go to Buckingham Palace type of thing, the formality. There could be, there's, there could be a deep respect between a husband and wife 
without the need to be formal about it or to create this uh, regal distance between the two of them. There needs to be a certain humor, lightness, laughter, joy, you know, in, in a more, you know, Heimish, uh, maybe that's not the word, but a more um, feeling at home sense of not of, of learning how to lighten up, basically. A husband and wife just being healthy, humorous with each other and working through life with a sense of humor in a certain way. In many, many situations, it's a very healthy thing. Another thing he says here is to avoid sudden major changes without discussion, without giving her time to adjust, him time to adjust, which means that if you have, as wives, things that are going to be a major change, you're considering changing a job if you are working part-time, full-time, or you're changing your the babysitters with the kids, or you're shifting something major, it's very important to talk to your husband through before making those decisions. And a husband to wife before him making those decisions that seriously affect their family life. Learn to respond openly and verbally when he wants to communicate. Very important, especially with with men on the wife's side. We tell the husbands to listen carefully for these cues. So you as wives, when you need to communicate, you express to your husbands that you want to communicate now. You need to have a conversation with him. I need 20 minutes of your time. You tell him this openly. Usually he'll be more than happy to fulfill that need. And very often he needs that time with you as well. The next one on the next page, page number 42, it says here, again, is extremely valuable. And again, we're using it in the male terms, even though this was written in the female terms, to comfort him when he's down emotionally. You hug him, put an arm around him, in the tar period, obviously, and hold him without any lectures, without any put-downs. And that's what they truly, truly need. Again, it's a two-way street. Husbands need to do this for wives. Wives need to do this for husbands. That when you feel, see that your husband is stressed, he may have made some mistakes. He may be not in the best mood. He's frazzled. He's tired. He's worn out. And he's like in a down mood because he had a rough day. And you, again, there's a whole debate on whether you show physical affection in front of your children or not. We're not going to get into that partial right now. But certainly... If you do that, then do it with when your kid's there. And if not, wait till your kids are not there. But the bottom line is you give him a big hug. Say, I love you. How was your day? And you hold each other. With, and, and it's good, really, when the joints share, we should talk about that. This is a very healthy practice in the Torah period, in the Torah period that a husband and wife often could simply, nothing to do with sexual or intimacy of that nature, but simply to hold each other for a few minutes, for a few seconds. How are you? I love you. I miss you. How are you doing? How is your day? That deeply connects the two and gives them strength. And it does wonders for a husband. He'll go, we talked about this, and it really truly goes both ways. It's human nature that works both ways. We tell the husbands that if they are kind to their wives and soft and tender to their wives and are pleasant to them, the wives will reciprocate ten times over to shower on their husband's love. But it also works a lot this way too. If a husband, if a wife showers on her husband comfort, love, physical touch of hugging and kissing and looking at his eyes and, and caressing him and showing how much I love you, 
and it does wonders for him. He it heals him. He becomes and again, what happens a lot of times is he doubles down and showers triple beyond back to you. Kamayim panim al panim. And the one last point we're going to give in this year, we're going to continue it. These, by the way, this PDF, I, I got it from a, a, a secular book, frankly, but it is so, so key. It is an unbelievable list. I mean, not every single line, uh, you know, you can take with a grain of salt, some of them, but as a, as a general rule, these, this list is a beautiful, wonderful list to practice day in and day out. Be interested in what he feels is important in life. This is very, very important because as a married couple, as being two different human beings, even if we would be in the same gender, certainly that by the fact that you're in different genders means that you have different likes, different interests, different way of looking things. And as we talked about, you need to bring your world into his world and to bring his world into your world. And to them coexist together, which means that even topics that don't inherently interest you, but if your husband loves that topic, you connect with your husband by discussing and being interested in their topic. It's so, so important. I learned that with my wife also. We have different interests in many things. There's certain things I'm not genuinely interested in that much, but because my wife is, I learned to listen and ultimately, I do become interested in some of that thing, those things. Um, you know, maybe not as strong as my own interests, but it does create that deep, deep connection. It is very, very important. And, and it goes both ways. So when you're interested in what they are interested in, and even if inherently that subject doesn't interest you, but you love, you say, I love my husband, and because this is something he likes, I'm going to learn about it and be interested in that even though I myself don't have a strong appeal to that. We'll continue to talk more about this list and if Alavai, it should work that both husband and wife has this list and each one does this for each other. But even if it's still at this point a one-way street, it does wonders to have your spouse shower back and build together a beautiful, beautiful relationship. Brachen Atzlacha.